Chapter 16 The Magic Words of the Lonely Journey O Anima, how can one bear existence? How does one manage to survive and not quit? This cycle of suffering is so complex and confusing. How can anyone handle this? Call me Ma, and I'll teach you if you're willing to grow. The problem you seek to solve exists within, and the answer to the riddle you are stuck on is made of two words. Ah, so. She said, Ah, so? Yes, now you know. She said, Know what? Anything that comes up in the mind stream, you can simply observe and say, Ah, so. Those magic words can get you out of suffering's trap the same way every seed breaks out of its shell to grow. Ah, so. So what if your home is leaking? What if you missed your ride back home? What if your lover leaves you? Now what do you say? She said, I don't know. No, you say, ah, so. How do you know? Because this is how we grow. Ah, so is the answer to all the problems anyone has ever gone through. Not just the problems, but this also happens to be your reply to any success, recognition, or fame. Nothing belongs to a spiritual seeker like you. Ah, so means we grasp at nothing and lay no claims. The world goes on once you leave this body, and you can't take your home, your money, or your history with you. You'll die the same as every ordinary soul who was ever embodied. Ah, so, and yet again we live and die to grow. Through all the layers, I ask you to look and examine what is within, what lives at the center. For it is not you, and it is not me. So who are we really beneath this skin? She said, Nobody? Ah, so, and so you'll escape for sure. You'll get out from this suffering that you so desperately wish not to bear. Ah, so, this is the path to remember that the world we live in really does care. Ah, so, here you go. And if I be wrong, or if I be right, be right here with me, night after night. No reason to grasp, no reason to fight. You win by letting go. Ah, so, whether the outcome is good, bad, wrong, or right. The beginning is the end, and both are right here. Breathe in and breathe out. You were just reborn and died. Ah, so. There is nothing to fear. Someday your body will die. Ah, so. But your spirit will always be. Ah, so. You think you're captive in this world? Ah, so. Wait until the day all of us are free. If the house is falling apart and the food is running out, some say the world is ending. Ah, so. But maybe it won't. Maybe it's just the beginning. Then could this be a rebirth? Ah, so. The old ways are dying. And then that means there will be a new birth of Earth. Whatever you're worrying about will not quite be. And whatever you hope and dream for, you'll never quite arrive 
to your desire's highest degree. Ah, so. It might all be like a dream. Ah, so. But who could ever know? It might be a play, or it might be a great dance. Ah, so. Karma could be a great lesson and teacher. And will it end by fate, destiny, or chance? Ah, so. Who knows? But in the meantime, look at how you grow. I've been on fire dreaming of you, but so many are afraid to look in their shadow. Tell me my messages are coming through. Now how did it start? And when did it end? Ah, so. I'm in love with you, and you're my very best friend. But each life the people forget me. They leave the intuition buried within. There I lie deeper than the ocean, and I cry out, calling for your allegiance, but no one seems to hear me once real life begins. Ah, so, I watch while each spirit gets wrapped up in the world, chasing things that need not be claimed as theirs, for I am with you, so what else could you ask for? Ah, so, I'm right here with you, through every life, and to every place we'll ever go to. Ah, so, all of the ancestors are watching, looking down from below and above. Ah, so, have you noticed how all of our descendants look on with such love? Yet the living people are so afraid of death, but death is the only guarantee. Ah, so, death seems so frightening, but maybe death isn't what we think it to be. Ah, so, what if it's a birth? And what if we awake from a vivid dream? Ah, so, now wouldn't that make this material world not quite what it seems? Ah, so, maybe someday you'll remember how you know, but only if you have the wits to let go. How could anything be against you when the universe gives birth to all? Just as how the sacred world was created, this moment is the evidence that you have answered your call. In between what's gone, look and you'll see what's coming. Ah, so, we are always right here, so there's nowhere to be running. No one owes you anything, and if you do find that you have to fight, then ah, so, you'll have to fight your own battles until it exhausts all your might. But fight, fight, now don't back down. What if you lose? Ah, so. It's not like your body can survive once it dissolves and disappears into the ground. Ah, so. That's right after all. Every person, every animal, and everything you ever see is going to die. Ah, so. That must mean that nothing sticks around. But does that mean that nothing matters? Not quite. Ah, so. This isn't nihilism because there is something profound that matters. Have you seen a lotus bloom? Have you stopped to notice nature's patterns? Ah, so, there is something profound and brilliant to admire. Ah, so, there is a spiritual source that cannot be seen, and all of life stems from an auspicious spiritual fire. Ah, so, know that I am that fire. I am the center of the soul. Now offer me your pain, suffering, weakness, and give the problems to this spiritual center. Then I'll burn your worries up like logs turning to charcoal. 
When you send me your fears, take a deep breath in and say, Ah, so. Then I'll absorb whatever fear you have within, and I'll use this offering so that our spiritual fire can grow. Ah, so. We can truly let go. Now sit with the breath, not set on anything to win or achieve. Ah, so. This is a lonely path of hidden miracles. Ah, so. Miracles come to those who favor selfless action and to those who believe. Now there is one exception, as the phrase, ah so, cannot answer the question, who am I? I'll spare you the curiosity of wondering about this answer forever, and so I'm going to let you in on a little secret before this body dies, said the anima. Now I was curious, as I was ever absorbed within her intuition, fulfilled to the max with this sacred nectar of her voice that flowed through my inner world like a silent and ancient transmission. Well, who am I? The eye is a jewel in Indra's net. Our lives depend on countless things, people, and other beings. Just as countless things, people, and other beings depend on us, this cosmic interconnection meets at countless points within the net of life. Each point has a jewel-like luminosity and a reflecting quality that shines ever bright, she said. Ah, so. Yes, now you know, she said. And what else is left? Since you know that there are different phases of so-called normality, such as tension, depression, happiness, and even spirituality, know that life will send signs which are certain reminders to let us know if we're going too fast or too slow, and these symbols and reminders appear spontaneously. I'm not talking about divine power or psychic phenomena of any kind, but on the kitchen sink level. If you tune your awareness, you can hone in on all kinds of obvious signs. Such situations are always present, but on the other hand, we are left completely alone, without help, without a sympathizer, without a comforter. But this does not mean that the soul is without a home. It is important to realize that this journey is a lonely journey. We are completely alone and by ourselves. Nobody is going to show us the path, comfort us, since your life depends on no one else, she said. But I'm here with you. So that means I'm not alone. As long as I remember I have my intuition, then my spiritual soul is always home. This is our transmission, which is a meeting of two minds. And the teacher goes the other half. Ah, so. Then the wisdom becomes intertwined. This is very much dependent on personal effort. So any kind of savior notion is not going to function 100%. Transmission has to be interdependent because we are trying to relate with something. And as soon as we decide to relate with anything, there has to be judgment. This relative criteria is how we are going to relate. How will we open up? How much ground will we allow to relate to the space? And the more we relate, the more external it comes to us. We begin to learn. We begin to receive the instruction of the situation as it is, but we can't recreate such situations at all. 
situations come up and vanish on their own accord, not by grasping or being fascinated by them, but still these are the situations we are called to work with. That doesn't mean we have to be frigid or rigid for the matter. Now the reason we are suffering is that we are so involved with strategy and planning rather than putting this into practice because we seem to be consumed with the mind's chatter. All these situations of existence, the six types of bardo, are present all the time. But these realms are not other lands, not situations outside, but rather they exist in the space of the emotions and mind. They are within us. We all have domestic problems, emotional problems, spiritual problems, relationship problems, but only you can solve them. Ah, so, now who are you? Aren't you that jewel in Indra's net? Aren't we that inner spiritual fire that people always seem to forget? She said, but what about the others? There are so many other confused beings upon this land. Surely even if I awaken to see this clearly, then what will happen to my fellow brothers and sisters of man? The wisdom is based on seeing the situation of sanity and insanity, and it has to do not only with working with ourselves, but working with other people too. The spiritual center lives within the heart of all beings, and this is the voice of our intuition that you are tuning into. There must be mutual effort, and this is the meeting of two minds. Do not preach this wisdom, but rather be open to whatever arises and opportunities will open by nature's design. She said, Then let me be a protector of your truth. Let me arise as a magician who heals this land. Let me be a servant to the divine king and queen. May I be the lover who takes up your hand. Ah, so. Now you must know that you are involved in a very dangerous game. Everybody who listens and hears this is also involved in a very dangerous game because we are working on the karmic pattern of America as well as the total earth. We are trying not only to fight it, but we are trying to infiltrate it where a new idea can be birthed. That is quite dangerous. The magical powers of materialism and spirituality are waging war. Spirituality is against worldliness and worldliness is against spirituality within our core. Every individual who hears this is subject to an attack from materialism because we are working on the infiltration of the materialistic world. And according to history, a lot of people who have attempted to become teachers or outstanding students were struck by such power, such energy, as many physical and psychological attacks have occurred. Not only is this a lonely path, but it can be very dangerous as we undergo a material to spiritual transfiguration. And if you insist on being involved in it, working with it, then you should be brave enough to go along with the infiltration. That brings up the next subject, which is the practice of meditation, which is the transmutation of negative hostile forces into positive creative situations as meditation is the technique of infiltration. What I'm trying to say is that it's going to be extremely difficult. The lonely journey comes with bridges, ladders, cliffs, and waves which are often invisible. 
It includes turbulent rivers that we have to cross, shaky bridges that we have to walk on, and slippery steps to tread among while we face hailstorms, rain, snowstorms, and powerful winds. Constant patience is needed as well. We are going to cross an inexhaustible stretch of desert without water. All of this is very frightening, and you cannot blame the situation on anyone. You can't blame it on the teacher who led you, on your mother, father, friends, sisters, or brothers. You can't even blame it on yourself, because blaming doesn't help. Rather, we have to look inside and find determination and grit. Going along the path is the only way to do it. Now with that being said, some energy and encouragement will grow on the path as well. It is said that if a tree wants to reach to heaven, its roots must grow down to hell. We are going where few have ever gone, and the deeper you go, the more alone you will find yourself. But in truth, there you will find a deeper sense where your spiritual soul belongs. This discovery is your breakthrough. It's what few among us are courageous enough to go through. And never forget the magic words. Ah, so. And so I'll always be waiting within you, said Ma. But if it is a lonely journey, then why do I feel so at home with you? How can I ever be alone if you've always been watching what I go through? Now you're becoming aware of the same spiritual source where many others have been empowered because this inspiration comes from a lineage of thousands of years of effort, energy, and potent spiritual power. No one in that lineage takes advantage of this power, but they received inspiration from it. And everyone practiced and worked to achieve liberation by not allowing their soul to quit. This inspiration has been handed down generation by generation. And now you found me here. This lonely road has been traveled by the most daring, brave, and courageous souls throughout eternity. And these were the humans who came to smile at fear. You, yes you hearing this, are becoming good like gold. Or as the scriptures would say, your soul is on fire, being beaten, hammered, twisted, refined, until it comes out pure as gold. You are rising above blind faith and favored your intuition, while the majority of the masses simply believed what they were told. Such a living quality of inspiration continues, which keeps us spiritual protectors continuing on the path, going through the deserts, going through the storms, bridges, ladders, and so on. And in this lifetime, I know that a brave one like you will last, she said. And how can we last? How can I manage to make it through, even if this body will not survive? Tell me, Ma, as I wish to bear the same light the lineage passed along so many other spiritual seekers may thrive. Make friends with yourself, and this is not an easy thing. It is very profound. We can make it, but we must give up all the ego ideas where we cling and attach. We must make an honest relationship with ourselves, looking into ourselves as what we are and realizing that external comfort will be temporary. And so one of my mottos is, feel the fear and do it anyway, she said. And what is your story, Ma? How did you manage to find me all the way in here? 
I too will go forward like you, even when I feel overwhelmed by fear. Often what happens is the way it happened to me. I established a relationship with a teacher because I knew I was suffering and I listened intently when I realized my teacher knew there was a way to be freed. There were times I couldn't listen when I would not obey. There was even a time I had to disregard my teacher altogether and so I wandered far astray. Then the last time I saw my teacher, I felt I made great communication with real commitment and understanding of the teachings. I regarded this as the birth of a new beginning. Soon I had to go back to my teacher because I felt I had achieved tremendous insight and understanding as to what the teachings had to say. When I finally felt I understood what my teacher was getting at, that was the day my teacher was captured and taken away. My teacher died in jail and I never saw my teacher again. Situations like that take place all the time, and yet the occurrence often happens in ways humans cannot explain. Think of this as a passing of the torch, and just as I was ready to receive the light, so my great guru and teacher passed on. It was then that I was called into the order of immediate light, and my teacher's death was the darkness just between the rising dawn. Again, I was alone, such a lonely student without a living teacher. And the more I looked outside for her, the more I realized outside is not where I could find her. The goal is not to receive the congratulations from your teacher. No one is going to tell you how great you did. It is a very personal journey. And so we have to drop the ego and get along with the work of it. The key is to relate to our own self. That is the true teacher within. No one is ever going to be initiated as a fully enlightened person decorated by their teacher, but rather every moment we are called to begin again, she said. So the external reliance does not work, but rather there is something within, and so we must cultivate a relationship with our spiritual self, which is intertwined with our intuition, we are then called to work on oneself, and that is our great contribution. And all that's left is to let go, then ah so, you'll sprout and grow. That seed of awakening is ready, spring is always looking for the bloom. You remind me of every seed I ever planted, and here we rest sleeping on your future tomb. She said, my tomb? Earth is every mortal's tomb and yet it is also every mortal's womb. Rest tonight, darling, because you're heading into battle soon. It's been so long since I planted you in this dirt. I watched you grow into your body, and someday I'll take you back home and bury you in my earth. You get each lifetime to awaken, the same way as all my lotuses have grown. Don't be afraid of the suffering or even death, and if you are overwhelmed, and offer me your troubles and say the magic words, ah, so, no need to cling, let go, let go, let go, and grow, said Ma. There I laid my head upon a stone, and I began to drift away beside a mighty tree. Was I awake already, or was this a dream, and I was still fast asleep?